What's up, party people, podcast players, and fourth wall fam, and welcome to another edition of New Normal Wrestling. Introducing your hosts, first, we are graced by the presence of podcast royalty. Roll out the red carpet and tip the crown to the podcast king himself, Brother Wade Ilson. Next, the Doctor of Desire is in, filling your prescription for your dose of kayfabe consumption. You can't brother out without the good brother himself. Let's give it up for Dr. Kayfabe Phil. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is the one, the only, the podcast prince, Wade Elson, bringing you another brand new episode of New Normal Wrestling. If you're listening to this right now, Happy belated Thanksgiving because we are dropping this on Friday. We wanted to get this recording done as early as possible, but we're still putting it out on our normal release date. I say we because I am not alone when I do this. He is the doctor of kayfabe. He is your doctor of cranberry delights. He is the sultan of suave gravies. He is the golden god of gooses when it comes to turkey. You know what I mean? He is the one, the only, good brother Phil. Good brother Phil, how are you this lovely week? I am doing absolutely delightful, brother Wade, because every single title you just gave me is better than being called the gobbledygooker. It is. It is. Um, oh, my God. God, wow. Well, you know, that's one of the things we got to talk about this week, Survivor Series. But we are very thankful Always. about what went down this week in professional wrestling. Now... Before we hopped on there, I told good brother Phil some news. I said, hey, remember the, the PWI does their top 10 list and all that? And he was like, yeah. And I said, hey, you know the tag team list came out? And he was like, it did? And I told him, yep. And he was going to go look it up, but I'm going to give him a blind reaction. He does not know who is on the list. He has not seen the list. And boy, oh boy, do I have some surprises for you. Yeah. Are you ready? For the Yeet. PWI top Yeet. Are you ready for the PWI top 10? I'm Let's get that dog. Let's get that dog. Tag team 100. Do you mm-hmm. want me to start 10 and up or one down? 10 and up. Okay. 10 and up. We have seven up from stardom. Okay. Number nine, we have damage control. Hmm. Number, <sighs> number eight, we have judgment day. Number As tag six, teams? Yes. Because they did win the tag team championship. Okay, fair. Um, twice this year mm-hmm. within the time, I guess within the time frame of ranking. Plus, yeah. Damian, Damian, and Finn had to do a lot of tag work while Rhea was out, and then Dom joined. Um, at number seven, the acclaimed. Okay, thought they'd be higher, but okay, go on. At number six, making their debut, representing Impact. A, B, C. Very well deserved. Yes. Very, very well deserved. So much so that Chris Bay had to retweet it, quote tweet and say, is this for real? Like, did Mm -hmm. we really? And somebody had to send him a, the the actual editor for the magazine was like, yeah, it's true. And then screenshotted it and sent it to him. Oh, wow. And number five, also representing Impact, the Motor City Machine Gun. Given. Mm-hmm. Given. Absolutely given. Absolutely. Should have been there. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yep. Uh, at number four, Bishamon from New Japan. Okay. At number three, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. 
100% earned. Yes. At number two, Aussie Open. Really? Yes, at number two, Aussie Open. Interesting. That's one I didn't see. Now, before I give you the number one, do you have any thoughts on who it could be? Um, the Usos haven't done enough this year. I know. No, no, because it goes 23 into 24, correct? Uh, 22 into 23? Yes. Usos, possibly. Um... I could also see FTR being at the top of that list. Maybe I'm playing recency bias here. I'm going to go with the Usos. Sir, you would be incorrect. Who is it? FTR at number Uh, one. I knew I should have stuck stuck with my gut on that one. Yes. Top guys, once again. I am honestly going to say... This, in a while, is one of their best and solid tag team lists. Mm-hmm. Now, everyone's like, but the Usos, but the Usos. You have to base it off the time period and, and t- what they did in that time period. Obviously, yeah. this is probably based around the time Sammy and KO won the tag titles this year and prior to that. And they did a lot within that tag title ring. They did, yes. So... Absolutely understand it. I am very happy and very so happy to see so many of these teams that I like. A lot of teams we mentioned on this show several, several times. And mm-hmm. I am glad they're getting the recognition they deserve this year. Yep. 100%. And the, the thing always with tag teams is it's very easy to hastily slap together two people and just stick them out in the ring and say, go do this. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that's aside from ABC, I feel like almost everybody else on, on that list is a genuinely um, bonded tag team, if you will. Mm-hmm. If that makes I sense. I agree. Mm-hmm. Damage control is the shocker, but when you look at what they've done on paper together, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yep. It makes a ton of sense, and I'm fully supportive of that. The yes. only women's tag team to make, well, the two of the women's tag teams to make it on the top 10 this year. So kudos mm-hmm. to EL Sky and Dakota Kai. Yes. I'm not counting Bailey. No. No. No, mm-hmm. Bailey was not a tag champion. No, no, no. No, she EL was and not. Dakota were both yep. times. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on, a very special event happened this past weekend. Um, AEW's Full gear. Full gear went down this past weekend. And good brother, Phil, you are our resident AEW Mark, Smart, whatever you want to call yourself. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give it a better name. You are an AEW fan. You love all wrestling, but AEW is your jam. It's my gig. Good brother, Phil. What do you want to talk about on the card? How do you feel about the card? Is there anything that stands out to you? Give me your full vibe, bro, because... I enjoyed the card personally myself. Yep. I have my standout match of the night. I think we're probably in agreement. But yeah, I think yeah, I saw the smile on your face. Mm-hmm. You're definitely in agreement on what the match of the night was. 
But give me your thoughts, brother. Give me your vibe. Um, I think moment of the night was Swerve Strickland's bulletin board material quite literally getting a sheet of paper stapled through his cheek. <laughs> um, I thought that the one thing for me, I understood and appreciated the story that continues to be told between MJF, Adam Cole, Samoa Joe now being pulled into the mix. Mm-hmm. Okay. However, I know we are expected to suspend reality at some point as professional wrestling fans, right? Mm-hmm. But seeing MJF get the bejesus beat out of him by the guns in the zero hour, only to come back and take out a 100% Jay White, mm-hmm. felt like it was a little certain parts of the match that felt a little too stretchy, if you will, Mm. with a bad hip and a bad leg. Mm. How are you hitting elbow drops off the top rope and, you know, so on and so forth. However, I'm nitpicking. Yeah, I am. Um, Swerve and hangman a hundred percent for me was the match of the night. Because I felt they perfectly towed the line between telling the story and using the gore of a death match to tell that story as they went along. I fully agree with you. Um, This is going to be one of the, if not the best, the ultimate version of what a Texas death match should be should be a hundred percent agree and, and the feud i feel has ended right now it's been put on the back burner because swerve isn't currently doing other things which we will get into later yep it was brutal and that's what a texas death match should be mm-hmm. brutal yep. brutal 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 action and they did it from spell to bell yep to the point where hangman was choked out with a chain. This is now. The, but that's the thing. It's become a. That is my only other nitpick. Mm. Is. Winning. By. Chain mission. I'll call it. Mm-hmm. Has become a thing. In AEW with the Texas death match. Mm. Three matches have been decided. Using the chain. I hear you, but this, this one felt one. more. This one felt more vicious. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, way more vicious. I'm a, I'm in full agreement with you on that. And you know what another spot is that I really enjoyed. I know everybody, their mother's talking about the spot with, mm-hmm. with Hangman, which we're not going to get into. It was gross, but yes, it was a very interesting spot. Mm-hmm. The whole zombie swerve taking the staple gun and just like. <laughs> Hitting himself, yeah. I'm just like, God. dude, this is a monster. Yeah, if you don't put the belt or some type of championship on this man right now. Yep, you he, are wasting an opportunity. If he is not next man up after Samoa Joe, I don't know who it is. I think that's why I said the Continental Classic is his. Yeah, you're 100 right. I I fully agree. I think it's his. 
Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know what I'm focused on? I'm going to touch on before we move on to what happened on Dynamite. Yeah. Much love to AEW putting the belts to changing both women's titles in one night. Yes. Julia yes. Hart won a triple threat match to become the youngest AEW women's champion in history. Kudos mm-hmm. to her. Much love. Love Sky Blue's new look, by the way. Very cool. Yes. Um, also love Chris Statlander's dodgeball, dodgeball gear. Can't mm-hmm. wait to see her next Ben Seller gear she pulls out. Yep. Um, and Tony Storm. I had to explain it to Jess because we were like, I was watching it. And she was like in and out of it. So I said, Yeah, Tony Storm won by hitting Sheeta with her ass. And she's like, What? I'm like, No, she put the plate there. Oh, she's like, Oh, she cheated. I was like, Yeah. yeah. She's like, I get her hip attack is strong, but it ain't that damn strong. Oh my God. That's awesome. So the Tom, only thing Thomas Tony Storm is great. I love the gimmick. I love what she did, especially tonight. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Fantastic. I love it. Chef's kiss stuff. Perfect. Top, top level right now for her. Exactly. Um, I also love the idea of what's gonna what's going on with Christian Cage, just walking out on everyone, and now thinking that he can just bully everybody mm-hmm. into into following him. It's gonna be him. It's gonna be him and and Adam Copeland at World End for the TB, TNT Championship. Yes, I see it writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. That's how you close out the year with those two. Yep. I don't know if that's the main event. But it's no, no, because if it's no, because it's in Long Island, MJF all the way. Absolutely, especially after the announcement we got this week uh, on Dynamite. Yes. But do you want to transfer to Diamond, or is there anything else you want to touch on from Full Gear? No, I'm good with Full Gear. Okay. Yeah. Um, Moving on to AEW Dynamite this week, we were told earlier in the week that the Continental Classic was going to be announced this week. And we have, it is basically AEW's version of the G1. Yes, I was going to say, for me, it became more round-robin tournament. It was more difficult for me to understand than the NBA's in-season tournament. Bro, don't don't get me started on the tournament. I'm I'm trying to figure out. I was like, why is this called the Continental, Continental title and the Continental Classic if... Orange Cassidy's not involved. <laughs> yeah, wait, you're right. Wait a minute. I was like, where's the international? I was like, oh wait, no, it's international. Now I'm starting to put everybody's title together into one just giant title. I'm getting the pieces now. No, it makes sense. I got one I giant mid card. One giant mid card. So it is divide, divided between leagues. In in the gold league, we have John Moxley, Swerve, Roosh. Mark Briscoe, Jay Lethal, and Jay White. And in the Blue League, we have Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, Andrade, Daniel Garcia, Eddie Kingston, and Brody King. Mind you, mind you, the bonus of this is Eddie Kingston has said he will put both of his titles on the line in the tournament. Every no. match. Every no. match. He asked, Tony, Tony said no. Tony said no? Tony said no because that's going to cause too much of a conflict with belt swapping. Okay. All so right. it's kind of like, hey, Eddie's probably going to win his side of the bracket. Yeah. And face the winner of the, of the gold league. 
Swerve. So I think it's going to be Swerve <laughs> and Eddie Kingston. 100%. At, at World's End. Yep. And I have no issues with that. And you're going to crown. And basically what Tony said, the whole shebang of this, the whole big end of this is, you will then become a triple crown champion at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Automatically. Automatically. So whoever wins, three belts. Yep. You get the New Japan's... Uh, Excuse me, guys. New Japan Strong, mm-hmm. the brand new Continental title, and which one from Ring of Honor? The world title. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you so go. So, essentially, you're getting three belts in one shot. Mm-hmm. And we started off with a bang of a first match, a banger, bro. We started with Jay Lethal versus Swerve. What, are you, what were your thoughts on the match? Loved it. Great pace. Um... Obviously, the right guy won with Swerve coming out on top, but it was definitely a great way to open the tournament. Mm-hmm. And the other two matches we had tonight uh, perpetuated that with Roosh and Switchblade mm-hmm. and closing out the night with Moxley and uh, Mark Briscoe, which I absolutely loved that match. And then for them to shake hands the way they did and hug it out at the end, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's one of those things, again, with the... BCC, it just continues that they're not really, they're not heels, they're not faces, they're just guys out for themselves. That's it. Re- for the best the wrestling, re- they're wrestlers. They're, mm-hmm. wrestlers. they're wrestlers. They're wrestlers. They're wrestlers through and through. Mm-hmm. I, I fully agree with you. I support you in this entire movement. I am excited for this G one. I mean, Continental Classic. Um, <laughs> it is basically Tony Khan like saying. Like Brian Danielson says, I want to compete in the G1. And Tony's like, We got the G1 at home. Yeah, exactly. And it's let me give you everybody else. Yep. Yeah. Let let me, Mm -hmm. let me keep you in house for a while because if we put you in the G1. And I ultimately think this is going to lead to New Japan saying or tapping into and saying, Hey, some of your guys who are in your Continental Classic, we want them in in this. We want them in the G1. 100%. Yes. And I, and I want, Eddie Kingston back in it. I want Danielson to compete in it. Hell, mm-hmm. if you really want, have Adam Copeland in it. Dude, I think that's one thing I would love to see. Mm-hmm. He said he wants to wrestle Okada. Mm-hmm. He said he wants to wrestle Okada. Why not? There's a rumor, by the way, coming up. Really? Yeah. Huh? What about Okada? Basically, um, now that all elite wrestling has signed Will Ospreay to a contract mm-hmm. and he is off the board, that Okada is now number one in WWE's crosshairs. <laughs> you know, Brother Wade said, has always said, he wanted Roman Reigns versus Okada. I mean, if I can get it, I'll take boy, it. I'll take it. I'll take it. And if yep. he shows up in January at a certain 30-man battle royal, I mean, he doesn't have to win it, but, you know, he, just he shows says, up. All you just got to do is hear the quarters drop. That's it. That's it. All I need to hear is the coin drop. Do you realize that would probably – I, I – uh... I honestly believe AJ Styles' debut is one of the greatest in the history of the Royal Rumble. 
One Agreed. of the biggest, greatest surprises. The only, the only two that I put above that from an AJ from AJ Styles debut were Edge's return and John Cena's return. Mm, I hear you. Those are the only two I put above that. And Okada, um, if you told me Okada comes in, oh, 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 gets up there pretty quick. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. But let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about. NXT this week. So yes, sir. NXT was pre-taped this week and um a lot went down. Quick little recap. Um basically they continued the Iron Survivor uh story with two matches chosen by a Hall of Famer. JBL chose Josh Briggs versus Carmelo Hayes. Okay. And Thea Hale versus Blair Davenport. And the shocker of the evening, due to Lexus King interference, Josh Briggs defeated Carmelo Hayes in, in the Iron Survivor. Oh, my God. Why? Wow. Where did that come from? I don't know. It is so shocking, but that levels our field right now. Three, there are still two more spots to be. No, wait. Is it, is it six or five? Five. It's five guys? Okay, it's yes, five. five dudes. Okay, so there are two more spots that need to be filled in the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, uh, I thought last year it was you filled one more, and then you had a fatal four-way for the fifth spot from the losers. I think so. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, I they'll think that's how they did that. it last year. They'll probably do that then again this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so far in the men's, we have Dijak, Trick Williams, and now Josh Briggs. Yeah. Due to Mello not getting in, that is a shocker, and it plays more into the story. It's feeding more into what's going on with him and Trick. Um, on the women's side, Blair Davenport soundly defeated Thea Hale, which yep. we saw coming. Thea was distracted by the whole Chase U scandal that's going on and yeah. the student section leaving. Poor Andre. So, poor Andre. And Blair got the win. Obviously, she is in my opinion, the only fit person to win this whole thing. You really think I, so? I really think, depending on who oh. else gets in. Yep. Wow. She's, she's gotten on lock. And so far, it's all heels in there. Yeah. There's not one face. We have Blair Davenport, Tiffany Stratton, and again, another shocker in the tournament, Lash Legend, Legend. Beating, Roxanne, beating Roxanne. Wow. I don't know wow. who the other two women are to get mm-hmm. in. We'll, pro- we'll probably find out Saturday because okay. Saturday is when they usually post the videos or Friday night. Um, and we'll find out who the next two are. But man, I do. There is somebody who should be in this that's not back yet. And I feel would do damage if they returned. Cora Jade's been out for a minute. Mm-hmm. We haven't heard not sight nor sound from her. That's interesting. But, mm. you know, hopefully she comes back. And I think, honestly, she's gunning for that NXT Women's Championship. One yeah. way or another, she's going to get it. But we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um. What else? What else? What else? Ah, yes. Yes. This will be the last part. And then we got to get into Survivor Series. Because that's going to be our big, big segment. So uh, last week, Baron Corbin 
uh, defeated Wesley due to Dominic Mysterio interference. Wesley came out and basically said he is tired of Dom. He doesn't like him. He's like, you are the weak link in the judgment day. Cody and the crew are going to handle you. I, you can't win without judgment day. You can't win without Rhea. You are the bottom tier of the judgment day. I can, I want to match with you and I want my title back. Yep. You don't deserve it. You are ruining the legacy of that title. Dom says, I'm a fighting champion, but the way I want to fight. So he says, That's next amazing. week, next week, you will be in a fatal four-way of North American champions, former North American champions. And if you win, you will face me at deadline. Wow. But if you don't, I got the night off. Mm-hmm. In this fatal four-way that Wesley has to win, it's a must-win for him. Okay. He'll be facing Cameron Grimes, Bronson Reed. Jesus. Who do you think is a former North American champion that's going to be in this match? Ooh. I can't think of many other guys who are still in WWE who are North American champion. Carmelo Hayes? No. I ha- I I guttural screamed when I found out who it was. Who? Let it register for a second. Johnny? Excellent. Excellent. That's a great way to earn your keep. I lost it and went barrel in my house. That's amazing. And I said, I can't go the one time. You fanboyed out. I can't go. Oh, you poor fanboy. I'm like, I get out of work too damn late. (laughs) I'm like, man, if it were if I had the option and this were like later, I would do it, but Yep. I'll be watching at home with two of my favorites that define the next key for me. Excellent. In a fatal four-way. And man, 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 man. But it's a great setup, Phil. though. That's a great setup. It's a great setup. Yes. Good brother Phil. Yes, sir. Time to go to war, sir. Oh, let's do it. Because I have thoughts. I uh, I hear voices in my head. And they talk to me. And I understand because I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of a lot of fantasy booking right now in my head, and I can't get it. I can't get it out. <laughs> did you did Did you know that Cody knows that we know, so we think he doesn't know that we know. He's gonna know. He's gonna know. He's gonna know. <laughs> so, gonna ladies, know. ladies and gentlemen, the 2023 edition of Survivor Series War Games is coming to us live on Saturday, November 25th, the absolute classic uh, Thanksgiving Day weekend WWE premium live event. And it will be coming to us from one of the uh, stalwarts, shall we say, for WWE uh, shows, the Rosemont Horizon, uh, just outside of the lovely Windy City of Chicago. Um, it's kind of like saying that Yankee Stadium is in Manhattan is how I always think about the Rosemont Horizon, Allstate Arena, whatever you want to call it. Right. 
Uh, short card, only five matches. Obviously, that's because two of the matches are basically eight and ten person tag matches. Mm-hmm. The one of the best formats in professional wrestling, War Games, the match beyond. So, yeah. um, WWE has done its share to overcomplicate how the match goes. The rules and stipulations, we're not going to go through that. We'll let them do that. So let's just get going here. Let's talk undercard first. Um, mm-hmm. Right off the bat, uh, singles match, nothing really but a grudge match. LWO uh, grudge match here. We got Carlito standing up for Rey Mysterio on his on Bray's behalf, going up against the newly healed Santos Escobar. So who you got? Santos. Easy. Absolutely. The, yeah. the man's a monster right now. Yes or no. Angel and Humberto show up and play heavy for him. Wouldn't mind it. Wouldn't mind it one bit. Same here. It would be a great way to perpetuate that storyline. Um, thankfully, also, though, we've got two singles titles uh, for the evening. The first one. Once again, I love Ladies' Night. For the Women's World Championship, we got Rhea Ripley representing Judgment Day, who will be discussed later, going up against uh, Zoe Stark. Now, we've been seeing we've been seeing Zoe try to go toe-to-toe with Rhea on the mic. Can she do it in the ring? Absolutely. I think she can hang with Rhea in the ring. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a very... Uh, it's going to be a coming-out party for Zoe Stark. Yep. But... As as the wise woman always says, mommy's always on top. Rhea Ripley retains. 100%, 100%. I think Zoe gets the rub like Zelina Vega did from Backlash. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to hold her own. Um, but, yeah, I've, absolutely, Rhea comes out on top here. Agreed. Yes. Um, right now, once again, one of the best wrestlers in the world. Uh, Gunther will be defending his Intercontinental Championship against uh, The Miz. Mm-hmm. The Miz decided he wants to be back as a babyface. And it's yeah. actually working. The promo him and Gunther mm-hmm. cut this past week, amazing stuff. Yep. Absolutely. So you've got the tried and true vet going up against uh, basically top top guy status right now. Who you got? Mm-hmm. I got Gunther retaining. Yeah. If you told me that the Miz takes the belt off Gunther, I would shake my head very angrily and be like, why him? Why now? Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think I don't think it's it's time for Gunther to lose that title. Maybe nope. as it gets closer to WrestleMania season, absolutely. Yes. Yep. Uh next up, where do you want to go first? Women's war games or men's war games? I feel like women's war games can be quickly gone through and right into the men's because the men's is going to be where you get your talking piece off. Yep. All right. Let's do it. Damage control with Bailey, Asuka, Eosky, and Kyrie Sane will be going up against uh, the uh, team of Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, and making a quick call into uh, Becky Lynch for the assist. There is a lot of visceral anger in this match. It is. I still don't get the Becky Lynch call. I don't. Mm-hmm. I understand because there's issues with her and Charlotte, which are now probably worked out mm-hmm. um, to an extent. 
I'm going to say it. Damage control gets the win. Not only does damage control get the win, Bailey almost blows it. And by the first of the year, Bailey is out of damage control. And Dakota Kai is the new leader of the faction. I like it. Yes. I like it. Yep. She's doing the Adam Cole right now. On a mm-hmm. bum leg, on a bum leg, she's pulling all the strings. Oh, I see it. Yeah, absolutely. But your yep. brother Phil, can I do the War Games match? And I'm gonna let you close us out. Let's do it. Got some thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. In the main event of Survivor Series War Games, it'll be Team Judgment Day, which is Damian Priest, Finn Balor, JD McDonkugumi, Dominic Dirty Dom, <laughs> Dirty Dom himself, <laughs> and. Drew McIntyre, who is not a member of Judgment Day, he's just with the team. Yep. Taking on Team Cody, which is Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, the World Heavyweight Champion, Sami Zayn, Main Event Jay Uso, and a returning Randy Orton. Good brother, Phil. I'm still picking Judgment Day to win, but I'm going to let you get your shots off about this match with the time frame we got left. Good brother, Phil, the floor is yours. All right, let's do it. First off, an interesting observation that somebody made online. Um, one of the my Facebook feeds that pops up. Drew McIntyre's hair over the last month or so, month to six weeks, every week is a shade darker and is now basically jet black. Mm-hmm. His hair has been telling the story of his turn. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting to me. Um, so I am coming out of this with Team Cody on top. But, but I'll let you flip a coin. We all know Randy Orton is the fifth man right now. Mm-hmm. I think there will be a second fifth man. Okay. And by that, I mean that either at some point during the pro- during the show – Cody Rhodes or Jay or Jay Uso, one of mm-hmm. them will get run over, mauled by the bloodline, taken out at some point. Right. Right. And the fifth man, the second fifth man, will be Philip Brooks. Uh no. No, it's no. gonna happen. Not you, not my. <laughs> it's gonna no. happen. Yes. No, Phil. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. How could you? How, no, I I'm, don't want him there. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but I think it's gonna happen. Ew. Yep. That's disgusting. And it's like he shows up. I'm not going to care. I'm just going to like, okay, mm-hmm. what's he going to do? Yep. I'm just, it's, not like, it's not like anybody calls in a favor and says, hey, I got a guy. Let me do this, right? Yeah. It's not going to be anything like that. It's just going to be straight up. There's four guys left. You know, the Judgment Day comes in with their man advantage. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a five on four. And then the lights go out. And that's it. And then CM Punk comes out, crashes the party. Called the personality hits, and we're just mm-hmm. we're just stuck. Mm-hmm. We're just stuck with Phil Brooks. That's right. Uh, uh, Phil, how could you do this to me? All right, you know what? <laughs> Let's address that elephant. We'll put that elephant in a box somewhere oh. and not talk about it until next week. A- additional conspiracy. Okay. If CM Punk does not show up at Survivor Series, mm-hmm. he is the devil in the mask. Agreed. Fully agree. Even mm-hmm. though the devil sounded like Jungle Boy tonight with that laugh. Yes, it did. Yes, he um, did. But why would you have Jungle Boy in that mask? Why would Jungle Boy know. be the devil? I don't know. I don't know. Conspiracies. Tony mm-hmm. be tripping. You know how he does with storylines sometimes. That's a good point. Tony got um, Tony. All right. Does Damian Priest try to cash in after? No. No, he does not. Okay. I'm going to say yes, he does. He attempts, but it doesn't work. That's um, interesting. But that's all the time we got. Dear Brother Phil, I love having these conversations with you, man. Yes. Before we get off air, I'm going to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Same to you, same to you, sir, to you and the fam and to everybody out there in fourth wall land. Yeah, Hope so everybody, everybody has a great long weekend for brother Wade. I am kayfabe Phil together. We are new normal wrestling. And with that, we love you guys. And we can't wait to talk about this again next week. Yeah. Later y'all. Peace. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you for listening to New Normal Wrestling, found exclusively right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Go check out the many ways you can support the network by visiting our link tree found in the description of this episode. Give NNW a follow on Instagram at New Normal Wrestling and on Twitter at Wrestling Normal. Be sure to tell all your friends to like, share, and subscribe and help this thing grow and grow and continue to be the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. We are New Normal Wrestling and we bid you adieu with a goodbye, a good night, and we'll see you when we're looking at you. Bang!